0: Hey everybody, welcome to BeautyCast Network's Mastering Beauty, a podcast for beauty barbering and wellness professionals looking for successful, sustainable, and satisfying careers. Tune in every Sunday to hear conversations with brilliant professionals from across the industry offering their best advice on a variety of topics. I'm Gordon Miller, CEO of BeautyCast Network and your podcast host, and today we are here with the CEO of Sport Clips, Edward Logan, and Julie Vargas, the VP of Career Opportunity and Talent Engagement. Welcome to you both to the Mastering Beauty Podcast. Hi, Gordon. Excited to be here. Uh, it's it, it's you, know, you guys are a great supporter of BeautyCast. Number one, I have to say that, and thank you for that. More importantly, you're a great supporter of the industry, the much larger industry. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. I, I was thinking about this, and you all, I would guess based on time in the industry as an organization. I'm going to ask you to talk a bit about that, Edward, but I think you have been supporting the careers of probably hundreds of thousands of professionals over time.
1: We have. Uh, We're fortunate enough to work with uh, almost 15,000 stylists around the country now. Uh, But even when we were smaller, we've always been passionate about the industry. My mom's a hairstylist. My father's been in the industry uh, around 50 years. I've had the opportunity to grow up. Uh, in here, salons literally since day one, uh, several different types uh, of salons uh, and barbershops. And uh, so if you really uh, if you really get into this industry uh, and absorb it, once you're in here, it really just gets in your blood. Uh, we're really passionate about all segments of the industry. It's just an amazing industry. We're honored to
0: be able to be a part of it. Uh, I feel very much the same. company has been around for a long time, and we have the great pleasure of having employee number one, <laughs> Julie Vargas, on, on the podcast with us.
2: Yeah, um I was fortunate enough to have walked in to a a a business that I wasn't really sure just what it was, but I walked in and they were hiring for their first store and fell in love immediately with the lady who interviewed me, uh who who became one of my mentors in life and and uh, really taught me a lot of who I am today. Um but yeah, she hired me on the spot and little did I know that 30 years later we would be 1820 something stores strong and in 50 states across the country but yeah, it's been it's been quite the ride and and a, a wonderful opportunity that I walked into back there in 1993.
0: I lo- I love it and 1800 stores is 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 rather brilliant Edward and, and again you you kind of grew up as it all happened, I'm, I'm assuming, like from childhood all the way till now. And um, I'm thinking if I remember right, you got a business education. You're not a hairdresser, um, but you grew up surrounded by these creative people.
1: That's correct. I grew up in hair salons even before Sport Clips existed. Um, I was uh, nine when Sport Clips started franchising. Uh, and every conversation around Uh, the dinner table was a business conversation or certainly a a business family. And so I had the opportunity to just absorb it and learn so much from an early age. Uh, And I think exposure uh, in uh, in any industry or or for any family or kids is really valuable. And I was blessed with exposure uh, to this industry. And uh, so it was in my blood. Uh, early I uh, grew up in the in the business so to speak uh, went out and got some of my own experience after that business education you mentioned I uh, had a, a career in business Consulting uh before coming back but came back to Sport coast about 13 years ago uh with really two passions one uh is uh, to continue to support the industry, grow the industry. And it's just the industry and the people. Uh, love hairstylists and barbers. just the people I'm passionate about being around and supporting. Um, and that culture, both as an industry and Sport Clips as a company, uh, preserving that culture uh, and being a part of that culture uh, and, and being a values-driven organization uh, and, and helping the industry with that uh, is just something I'm incredibly... Passionate about so the combination of being able to be a part of an amazing industry and also continue to drive a values based culture within Sport Clips uh, just get, keeps my keeps my fire going so to speak. It gets me up in the morning excited to do what I do every day.
0: I love it, and, and you know, we're, we're very much a creative industry. You know, we're very much as I say, kind of a right brained industry, and I, I I love you know when I get to. To speak with people especially been around the industry for a long time who are more left-brained you know and i think there's just kind of that you know two sides of of the all-important coin you know to drive careers and, and 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 individually and and businesses forward best advice you know this everything we do at BeautyCast is about best advice and um we we love to share you know all the learnings from those that we partner with and so julie i'm gonna swing over to you and and ask for some advice if someone has given you um, that has been helpful in in, in developing and in maintaining your career that you think would be great to share with our audience.
2: Absolutely. But first of all, let me just add that Edward, having um grown up in the industry, I can vouch for that. When um before we got into franchising, he was seven and he, as brilliant as he is, I feel like he preferred to be in the stores and would do that at any point he could and come with his dad. We used to laugh so much because he'd come in there and he was fascinated with the chairs and all the tools and equipment. And we laugh about it because I remember the day that he absolutely would do anything to come in those stores and just hang out in there. So I love that about him and haven't seen where he is today. So back to your question, um, Gordon, about the best advice I ever received from someone. You know, I, I had some great mentors um, throughout my career and i um, you know some that st- are still there for me and and some that have passed on um but i i definitely think the the best advice i ever got and it didn't mean as much to me until later in life is that you know you, you never really know it all and and the minute you think you know it all you you really you know become stagnant and and you you will you will comp- continue to dissolve as you know someone who's thriving and so I, I've always taken that um, you know, it, early on, it it didn't mean that much to me because I didn't think I, I I didn't have a lot of knowledge in what I was doing, and I was just going with the flow. But later on i've I've seen how, you know it, it's it's important to stay humble and it's important to um embrace change. and this this industry is constantly changing. and it's everything from, technology, to techniques, to even dynamics, right? And and what people's demands are. And so, just just knowing that you've got to stay relevant. And so, relevancy comes from the openness to accept change and understand that you have to continue to create and and recreate and continue to stay relevant through that change and and that means being open to new things and and you know new education and and so i think that's probably the best advice i was ever given and it means so much more today than it did you know in the beginning and i think just holding on to that has been important to me and i hope others will take that as well
0: it's, it's such good advice. And, and I would say that if you're that person who thinks, you know, you kind of learned it all, you've been doing it for a while or, or a person who for any reason doesn't think there is change, you know, that you kind of got it, you know, you're, you got it down, you're doing it and everybody's happy. Um, we live in a larger world of constant change. And even if nothing in this industry changed, the people who walk into the salon change. You know, they are different. They are different generationally or they are differently different economically Personality, personalities. I mean, there's so much that's different about people. And that's that never stops changing. The other side of the coin is I think we can all say with a lot of experience that absolutely everything you said, this industry just never stops changing. Whether it's whether it is tools, the types of services, fashion, you name it. I mean, my gosh, um, anybody who doesn't understand this, pay attention to and and and. and, and take to heart what Julie's saying, I think you're setting yourself up for failure. Edward, best advice anybody has ever given to you that you think would be worth sharing with our audience.
1: You know, early in my career, I was uh, I was tasked with uh, a really major high impact, high value, high risk project. Um, uh, and I was completely unqualified for the, the task. And so I humbly went to the person who requested it and simply said, I don't know, you know, why you picked me. I really appreciate it. Uh, no matter what happens, I'll do, you know, whatever it is. I'll do whatever it takes uh, to help you out. But I just want to make sure you understand how unqualified I am for this. Uh, and you just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into here. Uh, and he laughed uh, and said, uh, "I know, uh, but uh, but I believe in your ability to figure out." And and long story short, uh, after that conversation, he said, "Look, if if you really want to be successful and grow." You need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, And I've really found a lot of of value in that throughout my career. Uh, And it's also something that I'm proud of uh, that we provide opportunities within Sport Clips to be comfortable being uncomfortable. In essence is, if you're not uncomfortable, if you're not getting outside your your typical day-to-day comfort zone, you're not growing. And if you're not growing... Um. When, when you have the opportunity to, then then those outcomes, that lack of growth is, is on your own shoulders. Alternately, allowing yourself to get uncomfortable and grow and adapt, expose yourself to new things. That's how you grow and build careers. And that's what I love about this industry. Uh, within Sport Clips, uh, almost 100% of our trainers nationally have been successful managers. And 95% of our store managers Uh, actually have been promoted from a stylist position and gone through our proprietary management training in order to be able to grow into that. And it's typically not necessarily the best stylist who becomes the manager or the best manager who becomes the trainer. It's those who are able and willing to get outside their comfort zone uh, and learn and grow and adapt. uh, And they have opportunities to be very successful. So whether it's within salons, whether it's within the industry, whether it's within Sport Clips or whether it's for me personal, personally, uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable, and that allows you to,
0: to grow and succeed. Something you just said, though, about, about how people progress through the company. We talk about this all the time in the industry as well. Everybody wants to be a boss. I mean, it's a it's a big part of coming into the industry. I mean, it, it leads people um, to good places, and, and sometimes not, because things don't go the way they think they're going to go, and there isn't a clear path. I love that being a part of the Sports Clips organization for so many, you know, can lead to being a quote-unquote boss. And as somebody who's, you know, worked on the business side forever, I've always loved the opportunity to be a quote-unquote boss, but not necessarily, you know, my own boss. You know, I, I love working with a team. I love working with structure. I love working for somebody else and yet having the opportunity to be a boss. And I think we sometimes don't talk enough about how important and also how how available that opportunity is to so many of us um, versus say running into independence where the failure rate is just so, so high.
1: Yeah, that's right. Being, being your own boss comes with a lot of, uh, burden and responsibility that people don't realize. And it's not always that much fun. Uh, it comes with a lot, but uh, a lot of people want to lead uh, and a lot of people want to grow. A lot of people want to have an impact. And I think that's really the essence of it uh, is being able to kind of put your own fingerprint on things and kind of craft your own your own life, your own career and help others while doing it. And so, uh, so we really take pride in, in giving people the opportunity to lead, but lead with training and lead with a support structure and lead with uh, amongst a peer group that can help you when you fall down or or help you with best practices or vice versa. And so that opportunity to lead and have an impact, a positive impact on people's lives, but with a support structure is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's ridiculously cool, and I and I think for anybody that I've met over the years who's young and new to the industry and who's looking for success, I've long advised people that no matter where you want to get to, you know, find early on in your career an employment opportunity. And I say that, you know, as someone who believes independence or any way you want to work is is great, as long as you kind of get yourself there at the right moment, you know, but that find an employment opportunity that not only gives you a place you feel good about working, but surrounds you with systems and surrounds you with, you know, business practices that, when executed properly, lead to success for you personally and for the entire organization. And so, Julia, as somebody who brings talent to the table, talk a little bit about that idea.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, Edward really nailed it when he talked about um, the, the, the structure and, and the standards that we have at Sport Clips, which I will tell you. Many people don't realize just how bad they need that until they go out and try to do it on their own, or they get away from it and realize quickly that, wow, that was really something I needed in my life, right? Creative-minded people, and I am a licensed cosmetologist and have been since, you know, 1989 or 87. What am I saying? Nin- uh, 1987. I, um, have, I am a very creative individual. I uh, love that aspect of of what my job allows me to do, but I also need structure. You know, without structure, I would struggle. I I think I'd eventually figure it out, but I I, I would struggle because, and that's what I love about uh, Sport Clips is that we have so many um, support systems and structures in place that don't take away from who we are as creative minded people. We have an amazing group of creative minded uh, people who add so much to our teams and bring so much to the table. But what we're able to do is collaborate and work together and work with those teams and, you know, really put things together that without one piece of that might not be complete. And so we have this amazing opportunity to be supported and have systems in place that allow for us to create and build and master our craft as as Edward said and and build on that and our training programs are to support that but everything that we do are also to allow for that create that creativity and everybody to add their you know their their spin on on who they are and what they are and what they bring to the table what we have is just to continue to build and master and um, enhance and, and allow for people to be the best version of themselves. And I think that's what our systems bring to the table. And our training brings to the table is the ability to continue to evolve and grow and invest in the people that make us who we are today. And, And that's what I love about sport clips and what what we have.
0: I love all of that. You know, when I think about the larger industry and, and kind of sometimes where our, our minds go, is, especially as especially as young professionals, um, we're a very fun industry, no matter where you are in your career, because I've known so many people who've worked in fun salons, fun, but yet unstructured, that didn't have the business systems in place that allowed the fun to continue. You want to have a long, fun career, you need to be in an environment that appreciates, um, and, and implements systems and 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 structure so that you can not only get your work done, but actually have fun over time. And Edward, I, w- I want you to try to respond to that one.
1: Absolutely. I think it's a great call out. And one of the things that we really try to emphasize is that systems and processes do help you set up, set you up for success. Uh, and they're not necessarily a replacement for fun, right? They're, it's intended to be a complement. Too fun. A lot of people think, well, either I go to a, a very structured environment or I go to a fun environment. And we believe that that not only are both are possible, that's really the the secret ingredient or the secret sauce. Uh, I I believe we're better uh, at two things than anybody in the industry. And the combination of the two is what makes it really special and what uh, leads to Sport Clips success and Sport Clips culture. And the two things that we combine that I, I believe we're better than anybody at the industry at is one, scaling culture to the four walls of every single Sport Clips in the country. Some are better at it than others, but we're really good at scaling culture and we do that through our core values and values-based leadership. And the second thing is scaling process to the four walls of every single uh, sport clips in the country. And if you can scale processes uh, and structure that help set you up for success, the stylist, the manager, and the store, and then also scale culture uh, and do that in a values-based way that allows, uh, and actually encourages stylists and managers and stores to express their creativity and their passion But do so within some really simple processes that also help them achieve financial success and career growth. That combination
0: is kind of magical. And that's what we really pride ourselves in. And really foundational to that, you know, and and that is a foundation, but really kind of also something that you build everything on is your training. And I know Julie, you you are like crazy passionate about this, and and your educational team and and all the different parts and pieces of training that's happening every single day. You know, in, in the, the larger organization, the larger community of, of, of sports club stylists, talk about that for a moment. Talk about you know the value of training, the way the way you think of training.
2: Yeah, no, you're you're right. Training is one thing that we know is the foundation for our success we are committed to it we think that you know the investment and and the time taken to uh you know make sure that our team members are trained they continue to get trained and they continue to uh we continue to invest in them is invaluable and you know statistics show that when our team members are you know when they go to training and they they continue to go to training and they receive training in different ways because everybody receives things differently through different types of training so you know we we've been committed to in person training and we will continue to to have in person training because we know that there is such importance in that first of all that that community that training brings and the ability to get together and connect and, and, you know, to collaborate and, and to share with one another through that training is invaluable. We know that people continue to be more motivated. They are more engaged and they will last longer. They will, they will be retained and and continue to want to be here because they feel fulfilled. They feel like we've invested in them. They feel they have purpose. Um, And statistics will show that, right? We measure that, we know the importance of that, and we are committed to that. And more so than ever, um, you know, we're putting such an emphasis on the importance of training. We hold our our uh, franchisees, our, our team leaders, we call them, accountable to making sure that they get their team members to training. And we are so committed to that, that we continue to invest in our training programs and evolve our training programs, keep them relevant and new. Um, we truly believe that training is the foundation to success and make that a very, very, you know, combined with the, the uh, values that Edward meant, you know, mentioned, those are so key to the overall success. And we are very excited about the direction that, you know, we continue to move towards and that we are committed to and, uh, you know, the, the time and investment that we make to continue to make sure that those training programs are a part of, you know, everything that we do and are top of mind, in making sure that our team members have the best and the highest level of education that can be offered out there in the industry. And I truly believe that we will continue to be that and even get better over time because we are committed to it.
0: I think it's a real truism, you know, that in this industry in particular, I think in, in larger professional life as well, um, kind of that statement, you know, when when you stop learning, you start to die. And in a, I think career-wise, you know, there, there's just so many proof points that someone who has long just observed the industry, I'm not a hairdresser, I've never been a salon owner, I work in a different part of the industry, but I've always been an observer. And I've just seen so many examples of when something gets in the way and people stop learning, their their careers start to die. And it's 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 sad to watch. One of the reasons I'm at BeautyCast is that we work exclusively with national employer brands. And, you know, the industry has is, is evolved so much over the years. But what I know for sure, coming through these most difficult years, the pandemic and, and what has followed, is that when I look around the landscape of the industry and I look at where I think training best lives today, because with pandemic and economic shifts, we saw a lot of people scaling back. The kind of shining star to me before I got to BeautyCast, when I look at the landscape and try to understand where our industry is going, the national and some of the regional um, chain salon organizations, you know. Um, with many, many locations, have doubled down, tripled down on education. It's become more important inside these organizations than ever. And it excites the heck out of me to see it happening when I think about it combined with systems, when I think about, again, young people needing to come into structured environments at the start of their career. I think what's happening in this segment of the industry is – it's exciting. And in many ways, I feel like it's a groundbreaking shift. I think it's always been there. But I think it stands out as something really, really unique. And Edward, I know, you know, you're very connected to this, you know, within your own organization, but you're also president of the International Salon and Spa Association, a really big, iconic organization been around for a long time. So you're you're in touch with this idea that I just spoke about. And so um, yeah, give me your take on on this.
1: Absolutely. The uh, International Swan Spot Business Network, ISBN, uh, really has three core pillars right now. One is simply more energy, more connection, new membership, and more alignment throughout the different segments of the industry. And that's really the key. Uh, one of the most important things we could all do for our industry is get out of our own uh, little segments of the industry. You know, we're salons. We've got schools. You've got various uh, various aspects of the industry. Uh, we've also got analogous industries like uh, massage, uh, nail, wax, etc. Uh, and really, we have a lot of the same ideas or the same uh, areas of focus and the same interests. And so one of those three core pillars is just more energy, more membership, more alignment throughout the entire industry and analogous industries uh, to work together to support the industry uh, and industries. Uh, another is government affairs, specifically 45B tip tax, which I know we don't have a lot of time to get into here today, but really high value uh, to our industry and analogous industries and a tax credit for uh, tipped industries, as well as uh, interstate compact, uh, being able to uh, more easily uh, take your license from state to state. And third is Data, uh, gathering data on specifically a lot of the things we're talking about here. We have just begun a uh, a paid study by third party, Cunity, uh, Tom Kuhn. um, And uh, the goal of that is to demonstrate. Uh, that organizations like ours, not just ours, but the entire industry of, of pain salons, uh, as they're known, uh, not only can you pretty quickly make a great living uh, because uh, a lot of that client flow is built in for you, but also how you can grow your career. And a lot of the data around stylus and barber earnings uh, overlooks the fact that uh, there are many career growth opportunities, managers, trainers. Uh, even uh, future salon owners, uh, all that doesn't go into the core data. And so we want to really, through data, show all the opportunities that the industry has to offer. And again, I think all of this comes back to alignment within the industry and, and with analogous industries working together to help each other. Uh, we have 95% of the same beliefs and 99% of the same interests uh, across whichever segment you're referring to. Uh, and so bringing people together to work together towards common interests is really a
0: passion of mine and a passion of uh, ISBNs as well. Love, love all of that. And Julie, you and I had some recent conversations kind of going over all of your priorities. And I've heard some of this in the past, but you brought it really home to me recently. And that is, you know, your concern as an organization, your know, kind of your core value of an organization of helping professionals to take care of themselves, you know, and how important it is that we, that we, you know, make time for ourselves that, um, that we deal with, you know, kind of who we are every day as as part of our career. So um want to, talk a little bit about that with us
2: absolutely you know coming out of the pandemic we realized that dynamics had definitely changed right um there was a clear indication that people needed more and 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 when i say more i mean support there was just you know it was tough coming out of that and and we recognized that right away and so you know, we made a commitment to really put together some support programs that would really, um, you know, be of great benefit to our team members. And we recognized that, you know, emotional well-being and work-life balance was very important to our our, our stylists and our support team members and, you know, everything that w- we were dealing with. And so, you know, we we put together uh, what we call Support Link, and it's it's a wonderful uh, program that really supports that emotional well being and and that work life balance, and has tremendous re- resources to support team members. We also have our Memorial Relief Fund, which is you know a wonderful emergency financial support program for anybody who's maybe had a tragedy or an illness and or you know just something that that uh, took place that has put them in a financial crunch and they can apply for relief through the the memorial relief fund and we have our cut it out program which many of you have heard about and are aware of but you know that's in the forefront of and and made available to all of our our uh, team members throughout and we believe that that community is is very important to against domestic abuse to support our team members we don't like to think it's there, but it exists, and we want to make sure our team members feel supported. We also have a program called um, Supria that we work with, and you know, it's a childhood sexual abuse support system. And you know, we have a, a bunch of really wonderful programs that we put in place, and and just continue to make sure our team members are aware of and they love. And you know, that's our 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 the look competition. That's just fun, people bringing really that that creative side and investing in that. And each individual can, can be a part of The Look, which is an annual competition that celebrates creativity and, and acknowledges and awards those who bring that to the table. And um, we have our ambassador teams, I think I told you about, you know, Gordon, that are so important to us that really support. Uh, it's a leadership training and coaching program that empowers our team members to lead, educate, and attract new talent to Sport Cliffs. So, you know, many people in your audience have probably uh, been touched by that program. It's how we bridge that gap between our stores and um, salons across the country and, and really build those relationships in the schools. And, you know, we have things like our TSS program, which is our technical skills uh, specialist program. And, you know, this is really to assist fellow team members with their technical skills when they come on. You know, many times we're onboarding new people right out of school and we want to set them up for success. So we have, you know, these technical skill specialists that are really assigned to those new people to make sure that they're comfortable and that when they have questions that they're there to assist and, and to really support their needs as they um, onboard in our stores and get comfortable with their role. Um, and you know, advanced training programs that continue to support the needs of of each individual and and allows for them to continue to grow and and uh, you know supports those needs so that they're constantly evolving and perfecting their craft. And then we have a, a wonderful program called the Thanks program that we brought on. It's just a really neat um, recognition program uh, for our team members, and we use that through our support you know uh, system as well as um, with our team members in the store. And that allows us to give instant gratification and recognition to our team members as, through a simple app. Sometimes you can't be there to thank somebody, but you can certainly make sure that they are getting instant um, gratification and recognition for what they do. And in the instance that you can't be there, or even when you are there, you know you can send them something. And it's such a great surprise for someone to receive something instantaneously that, that says, hey, I appreciate you and, and to be able to provide that gratification. And, you know, these programs really are something that we think are crucial to, you know, our team members. And we hear it every day that they're so appreciative of them and they really provide support programs and, and support to our team members in areas that we feel they need the most. And um, it's a commitment that we made and feel was needed. And, you know, our team members tell us every day, uh it, it's wonderful and something that they needed and appreciate.
0: One thing I've learned over the course of my career is that, that in thinking about our industry is that careers are complicated. You know, they're complicated. Stuff happens. Life today, more than ever, is even more complicated. And we look at the larger world, which is something that we live in, there's all kinds of companies big big companies you know out, out there around us that show the importance of this kind of support within their organizations for people to be able to get through their careers to get through life there, this kind of stuff more than ever i think is essential and the fact that you all have made these kind of investments make these kind of opportunities available to this very large network of employees that you have. I, I think it's game changing and I, I think it's powerful. And I would say to anybody you know that regardless of where you are in your career, um, a lesson from this is is to to understand it's been proven over and over again that we need support, you know and that these kind depending who, who you are, you're going to need different parts of this this puzzle, but you need to find opportunities that allow you to have access to this in your life if you really want to have a, a great long and, and satisfying career all right, we always end on best advice. And so I'm going to ask you each to to, to give us um, your best advice to our audience. And I'm going to ask Julie, normally I would I would go back and forth a little bit, but I I think we need to let the CEO go last. So I'm going to ask you to give your best advice to our audience um, on something about having a long, successful and satisfying career.
2: I thought about this one a lot because there's so much that I, I could say here, but I, I do think that you know the best advice i could give to someone especially i'm i'm going to go back to you know you're starting right you're, you're you're starting your career and what advice could i give to you or maybe you're you're new in a role is that you know just always be open and and you know encourage people to provide you feedback and and you know be open to it and be someone who um is is looking to grow and evolve. Because I'll go back to what I said earlier is that, you know, if, if you're not growing, you y- you can't thrive. And thriving is all about empowering and, and, and continuing to uh, add and fill your cup, if you will, with education and new things. And and learning from others, and and so always be open to that. Encourage that, and you know, as you grow and and you thrive, you know, remember that the things. Think of yourself as like a a little seed in in the ground, and you, you, your roots are not quite established. So continue to to give yourself that that opportunity to to drink that water, so your roots continue to grow, and you continue to to. You know, become above the ground there and grow into a flower. It, it it really is about the evolution of that seed and how you grow into that flower and you continue to flower is through the empowerment of knowledge and feedback and and the ability to you know take that and and grow every time you have the opportunity to get it. So that okay. would be my best advice.
0: Good good advice. So Edward, some advice for our audience. Absolutely, I would say.
1: Uh, it's really important to uh, always follow your passion. Many of you already know that and already do that. Um, where I would uh, say an interesting area to focus on is make sure that uh, you're not thinking of passion and uh, and systems or sacrifices as an either or situation. Uh, find the intersection between your passion. Find the systems or find the home that complements your strengths and weaknesses and be willing to make the sacrifices necessary to succeed because there are sacrifices necessary uh, and hard decisions sometimes. But find the intersection of all those things where your passion uh, and your capabilities and your joy and your value add and the home and systems that complements you well all come together in the center. And I would continue to emphasize, get comfortable being uncomfortable. But that, because that's how you grow, uh, that's how you learn, that's how you can expand your horizons. Uh, and of course, all that, you can do that while having fun and enjoying the journey. Love
0: every bit of that. And I'm going to add a personal bit of advice. I, I never do this, but I, I feel compelled. And um, it ties a little bit about what you just said about, you know, being uncomfortable. Um, and, and I'll add to it, showing up when you're uncomfortable. Um, I'm on the tail end of the flu. <laughs> And I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> and and I showed up because I, I know that actually when I'm not feeling as myself, um, that when I do show up, um, that I almost always feel better, and, and I've been completely energized by this conversation. And by showing up, I actually got to hang out for a half hour plus with the vice president of career opportunity and talent engagement at Sport Clips, Julie Vargas, and Edward Logan, the CEO. For anybody listening, it is a big deal to be doing what I'm doing right now, and I'm so grateful and I'm so happy that I did show up. So, so thank you to you both for being here with me.
2: Absolutely, thanks for the opportunity, Gordon.
0: Thank you very much, Gordon. Totally enjoyed it. Julie, tell people where to follow and and find Sports Clips online, whether it's on the web or on social. Where where do people want to go?
2: Yeah. So um, if you go to our um, stylist website, that would be uh, sportclipscareers.com. And um, then you can follow us on Facebook at uh, sportclipsstylist.com and also on Instagram. So find us there and follow us. We would love to engage with you and we have lots of great things going on through social.
0: Always. Everybody check it out. Be sure to follow Sports Clips and be sure to follow Beautycast Network over on Instagram as... At BeautyCast Network and, and Beauty Cast over on Facebook, um, BeautyCastNetwork.com. If you like what you heard today, I encourage you to leave a rating and or review, hit the subscribe button. Best yet, share this content with a colleague, pay it forward, help somebody else get the get the knowledge, get the inspiration um, to be the best that they can be. This has been the Mastering Beauty Podcast from BeautyCast Network. I am Gordon Miller, your podcast host, and I cannot wait to share more with you again next time.